Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at dkhorse.com. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings. Here's what I do. I give you my overall themes from the Sunday that was, things that were really notable league-wide, then for each game, these aren't recaps. These are the things that I thought were notable and important about the games moving forward for your teams and everybody else. It is a new week, which means all of the contests reset. Who else does this? We have new contests every week. It's amazing. We have a spread the word winner. Via social media. This week, I don't know. Let's do a little, uh, let's do a like on Instagram. At Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod on Instagram. And in fact, at Ross Tucker Pod on Instagram is what you want to follow and like. Because that's who I'm going to look for, for the winner. So just like any of the posts. Very easy. At Ross Tucker Pod on Instagram. Sponsor confirmation email winner. Man, a lot of these companies want to get in for the holidays. So we got a bunch of good sponsors, Uncommon Goods and Masterworks, Symbol, Athletic Greens, Simply Safe. Got a bunch of them for you this week that I want you guys to get in on, which is awesome. The YouTube shout out. One of my favorite things to do is just to record a video for you guys. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Just hit the old thumbs up. That's how you start it. Hit the thumbs up. And then go ahead, comment on every video, or any video, I should say. I'll see it. And you got a great chance to be the winner this week. Shout out to our patron of the day, patreon.com slash RT Media. I know a lot of you initially sign up because you want to see the even money bets in black and white. That's fine. I don't blame you. But... Hopefully you check out some of the other threads on our private Slack channel because it's a pretty awesome community. Welcome to the community. Jose Luis Guerrero, patreon.com slash RT Media. Become a Tuckheads member so you become part of our private Slack channel. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, as always, before we get to each of these games, the overall themes from week seven in the NFL. Probably three that really, really 
jump out to me, Bri. Number one, this is no longer like a, a one-week thing or a two-week thing or a three-week thing. It's time for us to acknowledge that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers are legitimately bad. They are not good football teams. And as great as their quarterbacks have been for a long, long time, I think they deserve a decent amount of the blame. Neither one of the quarterbacks has been all in when you look at their participation in the offseason program or in Brady's case, training camp or the walkthrough last week. Quarterbacks haven't been all in. Rodgers can't complain about not being on the same page as his young receivers if you skipped all of the OTAs and minicamp. Brady, he can't argue that he's as invested as he's always been. He can make his own choices, but you just can't make that argument. I think it's a big reason why both these teams are struggling. Now, listen, there's other reasons as well, certainly. I mean, the defense for the Bucks. In fact, I would say both defenses not nearly good enough yesterday. I mean, the Bucks are letting the Panthers go up and down the field on them after a while. And it's not Brady's fault that Mike Evans dropped that pass. And then for the Packers, they had a lead, double-digit lead, again, after the pick six. But the defense couldn't seal the deal. But the offense, they couldn't convert a single third or fourth down the whole game. Are you kidding me? It's bad. I mean, at this point, one I still think one of them makes the playoffs. I'm just not sure which one it is. I don't think both of them are going to make the playoffs. I, I That would be uh, – I mean, there's a lot of games to be played. There's 10 games left, but they better figure it out soon. The flip side of that is New York football is legit good. I mean, just like I said, this isn't a one-game – two-game, three-game thing when talking about the Bucks and the Packers, that's the same with the New York teams. The Giants are 6-1. and one. The Jets are 5-2. and two. It's bananas. And they're winning close games, and it's really, really impressive. It, it's now a thing. It's not like a short stint. It's now a thing, and they're going to be in the mix the rest of the year. Now, there were some brutal injuries that happened yesterday, including some of the New York teams, which could really hurt them. I don't know how long Evan Neal, the right tackle, will be out, although he was kind of struggling anyway. But Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, said after the game that it looks like a torn ACL for Bryce Hall. That is brutal. Uh, I mean, Bryce Hall, Brees Hall. They got two Halls in the team. Bryce Hall is local kid from Bishop McDevitt that plays corner for them. Brees Hall, the running back who had another electric run, that would really hurt the Jets. That would, re- I mean, they really want to be a run-based team and defense. Michael Carter can do some good things, but that, that would hurt. But that was one of the other themes. I mean, the number of injuries yesterday during the games and significant ones. Brees Hall looks done for a while. DK Metcalf, they ruled him out pretty quickly too for the Seahawks. Not good. J.C. Jackson, I think they've already said, and Dr. Chow, Pro Football Doc, SportsInjuryCentral.com, his sixth score, already said that J.C. Jackson, torn patella tendon, done for the year. 
Now, that's obviously awful for the Chargers. I am really happy for J.C. Jackson that he got that contract before this happened. Very, very happy that he got life-changing financial security before a devastating injury like this, which is really, really tough to come back from. So you got Brees Hall, DK Metcalf, J.C. Jackson. I don't know how bad the Mike Williams, the wide receiver for the Chargers injury is. Tannehill was out and back in. Amon Ross St. Brown got concussed. Evan Neal, I mentioned. A.J. Terrell and, and Jamar Chase both had hamstring injuries in that Bengals-Falcons game. Najoku, Alan Lazard. The Jets also might have lost Elijah Vera Tucker. He's probably their best old lineman. And then Trey Hendrickson hurt his neck. Just an absolute mash unit of injuries for the NFL during games. One of the, my three takeaways from those games. My other takeaways, we're in late October. Before you get to November and you start panicking, think about what you want to get your loved ones. Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. Whether it's mom, dad, teenagers, in-laws, your best friends, Uncommon Goods makes it easy to find remarkable and truly original gifts for anyone. These are high-quality, unique, often made in the U.S. They can sell out fast. They also have uncommon experiences, which is really cool. I'm more of an experience guy than an item guy. So the virtual classes, cooking, mixology classes, awesome. To get 15% off your next gift, and even just, just to go there to give you that great ideas is awesome. Go to uncommongoods.com slash Tucker. That's uncommongoods.com slash Tucker for 15% off. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, as we get into each of these games, let's start with the Browns and the Ravens, where Baltimore avoided another fourth-quarter collapse yesterday by beating Cleveland 23-20. Speaking of injuries, by the way, Brian, we found out, I think, Friday afternoon before this game started, J.K. Dobbins has to get his knee scoped, the Ravens running back, out four to six weeks. Real bad sign. Real bad sign. It's like Bakhtiari not playing yesterday for the Packers, really bad sign. You know, Bakhtiari is feeling like a guy that, like I said before a couple times, this this injury is affecting him certainly for the rest of his career, maybe the rest of his life. Dobbins came back from the devastating injury, and now he also already has to get scoped already. Not a good sign. And And by the way, his backup – Justice Hill almost cost the Browns or the, the Ravens the game because he gave Cleveland a chance late. The Ravens are going to run out the clock and 
or at least go up by six. But Justice Hill fumbled, which gave Cleveland a chance late. They had a somewhat questionable offensive pass interference on Amari Cooper when they would have gotten almost down near for a touchdown, but certainly down near field goal range. And then a really questionable false start on a long penalty, I mean a long uh, field goal kick by Cade York that was kind of a fan. I don't know what they were calling there. Then there was a blocked kick by Malik Harrison. The Ravens barely, barely hold on 23-20. They still let people come back late. They just can't help themselves. And they didn't really do very much offensively. Credit to the Browns' defense, I guess, because it felt like this was the worst game that Ravens had offensively all year. Huge upset in Carolina as the Panthers beat Tommy and the Bucks twenty-one to three. To 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 Tommy and the Bucks, yeah, you know, Bright, um, it was a real bad omen when Mike Evans dropped that wide open touchdown. I know some of you already see the highlights, but there was nobody within 10 yards of him. It, it would have been an easy touchdown. After that, just a really bad combination for the Bucks. They have a lot of drops. Brady has some bad throws. The O-line play is not good. Brady's under duress. They can't run the ball. Third and fourth and short, can't get it done. Meanwhile, the Panthers actually ran the ball down the Bucks' throat. Dante Foreman, Chuba Hubbard, P.J. Walker, their quarterback, played just solid football. A couple touchdowns, not a lot of yards, didn't turn it over. That's actually all. It's so funny because this is exactly what Matt Rule was trying to get to. This is all that Matt Rule wanted was for these guys to be able to play like this. And now when he's gone and Christian McCaffrey's gone, they play like this. Brian Burns and D.J. Moore had really nice days as well for the Panthers, which is interesting because those are the people that pe- those are the guys that people want them to trade for. Joe Burrow finished 34-42 for 481 yards and three touchdowns. Bengals 35-17 winners over the Falcons. Just a preposterous game by Joe Burrow. I mean preposterous game for Joe Burrow. He was ridiculous especially in the first half. Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, he had a number of throws that were just totally pinpoint accuracy perfect. Atlanta didn't run it very well. And when they don't run it very well, they're not going to have success. Mariota did hit Demir Bird for a 75-yard touchdown, but it's pretty clear that Arthur Smith doesn't really trust Mariota that much. They still don't seemingly use Kyle Pitts and Drake London, a couple of top 10 picks, nearly as much as you would or I would think that they would or should. They just don't. Uh, I'm not sure why that is, but probably has a lot to do with Mariota. A lot of touchdowns in that game, by the way. If you like touchdowns like I do, you can follow all the action on one screen like I do and catch every touchdown every Sunday thanks to NFL Red Zone. Available on Sling Blue Plus Sports Extra. Easy to set up, easy to use, and now you can try it for half off. Half off. Just visit sling.com 
slash DraftKings to sign up today and watch every touchdown live every Sunday afternoon with NFL Red Zone on Sling. For a limited time, get Sling Blue and add on Sports Extra with NFL Red Zone for half off your first month. Regular price, 46 now only 23 Think about that. Best deal on Red Zone, you can catch all the touchdowns. Lowest price, Sling TV. Visit sling.com slash DraftKings to sign up today. Cowboys recovered Jamal Williams' fumble inside its one-yard line. Dallas goes on to beat the Lions 24-6 in Dak's return. So it's good that you said that, Bri, because that was the play of the game. It's, I think, 10-6. The Lions are going in to take the lead. They're on the one-yard line, and Jamal Williams fumbled. I mean, you just... You just can't do that. You just can't do that in that situation. And it totally deflated the Lions and took all, I mean all, of the wind out of their sails. All the wind out of their sails. Prescott, I thought, was solid. Cowboys primarily leaned on the run game. It was Dak's first game back. You know, they basically just did the Cooper Rush game plan. It just had Dak doing it instead. And when their defense is playing like that, they can. The Lions' offense struggled. Cowboys forced five second-half turnovers. Sam Williams had a strip sack. Micah Parsons had his weekly strip sack. I thought the Diggs interception, Trayvon Diggs, was questionable, but still, it hurt the Lions badly that they lost Amon Ross St. Brown early in the game. Their O-line, usually pretty good, was overwhelmed. And I thought... Maybe the worst game, the last couple games have been Goff's worst games. He's played really poorly the last two weeks. New York Giants are now 6-1 and one following a 23-17 win in Jacksonville. This is New York's best start since 2008. Unbelievable. Daniel Jones was running all over the place. He has realized that that's a big weapon for him, a big part of his game to keep the chains moving, to keep possession of the ball, had to do even more with Evan Neal and Bredesen going down. He had two O-linemen go down during the game. The The Giants were trailing. I think it was 17-13. I think they scored – obviously, they scored 10 points. I think it was all in the fourth quarter. And that's why they were able to get the win. The Jags had not one but two turnovers – of the Giants overturned by penalty. Wasn't a great first three quarters for Saquon Barkley, but late in the game, when they really needed to have it, whether they were trying to score or trying to run the clock out, Saquon was able to get it done as they leaned heavily on 26. Titans sweep the Colts for the second straight season, a 19-10 final in this one. This is the game you were at, right, Bri? Yes, I was. Titans not among the elite in press box food. Let me let me guess. They had the standard breakfast. They had well, we're calling it a standard brunch, uh, as they as the big sign in the in the media lounge said. Brunch featuring fresh fruit, eggs, bacon, sausage. But the highlight, the French toast casserole, which was uh, oh very. Oh, I like French toast casserole. Yeah. And then they also had a little carving station with uh, with uh, with ham. Um, oh. I'm a big sliced ham guy. Yep. 
Yep. Halftime, chicken fingers, and hot dogs. So that's average. But uh, overall, very good. You know, I'm a big believer, Bri, in like if they have those kind of options pregame, I get a second plate because I don't trust halftime at a lot of these places. I don't I need don't halftime after eating all that at, before the game. Yeah, well, I do. So I need to have like a second stash. Usually I'll try to get something healthy for halftime. Like before the game, I'll get something delicious. And for halftime, I'll get like a quick salad or something. Um, what a brutal. Oh, by the way, I was up at Army again. So if you check out the social media at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, they had the standard Lichtenberg tailgate, which is just amazing. I had two steak sandwiches. I had two grilled chicken sandwiches. Then I had two brats before the game. Six. Six. Uh, stomach was – first time I maybe felt like my stomach was a little bit affected. A little, little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. Uh, they also had this unbelievable pork loin that the guy, my buddy Dave, gave me a couple samples of. So good, man. Gosh, it's so good. Listen, uh, Matt Ryan didn't really give the Colts a chance to win. Both those interceptions, Bri, were horrible. Like, horrible. And I think they were both in Titans territory, which took away chances for points. Just two terrible interceptions, including the one that was a pick six, Matt Ryan did not give his team a chance to win. It's a shame because the defense played well for the Colts, really well. And then even the Michael Pittman fumble late clinched it for the Titans. Totally killed my teaser on the Even Money podcast. Bud Dupree had a big game for the Titans, who they needed. You know, without um, without their other edge rusher uh, who's gone for the season, the Boston College kid, they need Dupree to come through. He was all over Matt Ryan all day. The good news for the Colts was Jonathan Taylor was back. Paris Campbell's playing pretty well. Uh, but it wasn't enough. The Titans just kind of milked the clock for most of the game with Derrick Henry. Had another nice big day. Packers dropped their third in a row, this time to the Commanders. 23-21 the final. You know, Bri, um, I'm guessing, I don't know if you're a big airport beer guy. But after, after that Titans-Colts game while you're at the Nashville airport, it's all about Labatt Blue Light season. Football season means it's Labatt Blue Light season. I got four 30-packs of Labatt Blue Light. Four. You know why? Because you never know when you need another 30-pack of cold Labatt Blue Light. It is cold. I don't know how. Something, somehow, because it's from Canada, it's cold. Delicious. Stock up like I just did and be the MVP of your tailgate and share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. All right. What a wild game for the commanders. Taylor Heineke could hardly have been worse early in the game. I mean... He kept throwing the ball right to the Packers. Devondre Campbell finally had a pick six. It was like right at the same time as Matt Ryan's pick six. But give Heineke credit. Three long scoring drives in the second half. Had some clutch throws, including that beautiful one to Terry McLaurin. 
The Packers, I have no idea why they did this. They moved around their entire offensive line. Bakhtiari's out, so they moved the left tackle, Yash Nyman, to right tackle, left guard, Runyon, to right guard, put Elton Jenkins, the right tackle, at left guard. They did keep Myers at center, Runyon's at right guard. I mean, I have no idea why it is they did what they did, but didn't really work. Packers offense is still out of whack. Only Aaron Jones really did anything. Rodgers couldn't convert any third or fourth downs. The Packers blow another lead. And the Washington fans were chanting to sell the team. There was a sell the team chant during the game. Think about that. Think about how bad that is when your own fans in your own stadium are chanting to sell the team. Jets now have a four-game winning streak following a 16-9 win over the Denver Broncos. Well, Brett Rippon started at quarterback for the Broncos with Zach Wilson having the hamstring injury. Um, did I say Zach Wilson? Gosh, too many Wilsons. Brett Rippon started at quarterback with Russell Wilson having the hamstring injury. I already mentioned the Brees Hall knee injury. Didn't look good. They think torn ACL. This is after he had a long, awesome run in the game. I will say this. I know Jets fans are encouraged and excited, and they should be. You're 5-2. and two. You got a bunch of young, good young players. But I'm still not sure that Zach Wilson's good. Brees Hall looks like he's done for the year. And the Broncos... The Broncos still can't score touchdowns. I mean, it's Rippon was about what you would expect Rippon to be. Uh, Sauce Gardner got it done. I know there were a lot of Broncos fans that thought it was P.I. late in the game uh, when uh, I think it was my buddy Ian Eagle said, Cortland Sutton gets lost in the sauce. Unbelievable call by Ian Eagle. Speaking of unbelievable – how about after the Patriots game tonight? That Patriots Jets game next week is going to be huge. Like, both those teams are very, very much in the mix. And I'm just checking the game time app right now. You can get into that game for $69. It's one of the biggest Jets games in a long time. And you can get in for $69. I actually feel like as people look at this this week and the Yankees are out and whatever, and after the Patriots win tonight, which I think they will, I actually think these tickets will go up. Download the Game Time app on your phone like I have right here. Those of you watching on YouTube, you can see, got the app on my phone. I'm looking at New York City because the Jets and the Giants are rolling. And it's $69. Download the Game Time app. Create an account, redeem code Ross for $20 off your first purchase. So actually, you can get a ticket for $49. Again, that's Ross for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download game time. Here's the key. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Josh Jacobs led the Raiders to a 38-20 win over the Texans. He had three touchdowns, 143 yards. This is like three or four games in a row for him now. He's running like a man possessed. He's running like a guy on a contract year. 
And he's going to get a pretty good contract from somebody because he's been impressive. Davis Mills, I actually thought played well, except for that pick six, which clinched the game. He was doing so well until that point. I thought Davis Mills did a lot of positive things, but that telegraphed right to him. Easy pick six, which seals it for the Raiders. Damian Pierce, though, had another big game. The, the Texans, they're not winning as much as the Jets, but they do have a lot of good young players to start to build around. Two touchdowns for Kenneth Walker, another two touchdowns for Marquise Goodwin. Seahawks, 37-23 win over the Chargers. It is wild that Marquise Goodwin, who I thought was done with football like five different times, is still making this many plays right now for the uh, for the Seahawks now. I mean, wild. Geno Smith had another good game, but Marquise Goodwin was out there making plays, plays, including the one where J.C. Jackson got hurt. That rough game with Metcalf, Mike Williams, J.C. Jackson all getting hurt. Kenneth Walker is already a star. That He's one of many rookies that the Seahawks absolutely nailed. I mean nailed as their defense really played their best game in a while. Patrick Mahomes threw three touchdowns, 423 yards to lead the Chiefs past the Niners, 44-23 in Christian McCaffrey's debut. Well, yeah, I mean, Mahomes was just outrageous, outrageous. I thought Andy Reid called the right game, called a great game. Seemed like he had the right answers throughout any situation. It felt like they were – Andy Reid was clearly one step ahead of D'Amico Ryans the whole game. I mean, Juju had made plays. Kelsey made plays. MVS had over 100 yards. Hardman had three touchdowns. McCole Hardman, three touchdowns. Unbelievable. Uh, this, this is like a back-to-the-drawing-board game for this great Niners defense. I thought McCaffrey looked okay. You know, McCaffrey did some positive things for the Niners, but Jimmy G taking sacks he shouldn't, including for a safety just an ugly, surprisingly ugly performance by San Francisco. And finally, on Sunday night football, Noah Igbenogany intercepts it, uh, Kenny Pickett to seal a 16-10 to Dolphins win over the Steelers. Miami improves to 4-3. and Brian, did you have to look that up? Mm-mm. How do you know that? Because I've heard it. I've heard it. I was watching the game. Well, actually, I wasn't watching. I was listening to the game as I was driving home from the airport. I heard that part. But that is that's a tough one. I mean, I've I've prepped that and prepped that, and I still can't get it. That's good. The Dolphins were on fire early. I mean, it was just quick two passes over the middle for a touchdown, then field goal, then field goal. The the Steelers eventually started to have Minka Fitzpatrick patrolling the middle to try to eliminate those, and the Dolphins didn't have much of an answer. After that, they had to settle for field goals, and then they didn't score at all in the second half. Kenny Pickett uses legs and arm to get the Steelers 10 points in the first half on a really cool George Pickens touchdown catch. Again, that kid's a legit star. No points in the game at all in the second half. None. Pickett threw a couple bad picks. He had three for the game. I don't know why. Tuatungo Vailoa refuses to slide. He had multiple runs where he tries to like 
run over the guy at the end of the play. What are you doing? Let me just tell you right now, he's not going to last. He, he, he's not going to last in the NFL doing that. He's a smaller guy. He has a significant injury history, ankle, hips, head. It, it's just not going to happen for him, unfortunately, if he keeps playing that way. I still – maybe the craziest part of the game was when Mike McDaniel went for it on fourth down rather than kicking – it was like fourth – I can't remember – rather than kicking a field goal to go up by nine. Like, I could not believe that. There's no chance that the analytics said to do that. None. I think McDaniel even apologized after the game. That was bananas. By the way, it's bananas. You get a shout-out for your business at the end of every show for 100 bucks. Just become an I Think We're Done Here member of patreon.com slash rtmedia, pizza boy brewing, sporticulture, humanheadnyc.com, steakhousesports.com, Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeSchedule.com, and of course, MyFrontPageStory.com. Holiday season's just about upon us. Get the gift that keeps on giving because they hang it up in their house forever. MyFrontPageStory.com. College draft today, even money and power rankings tomorrow. Wednesday, little fantasy feast and Ed McCaffrey interview. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.